Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get advice straight from the source. Women. Women. I'm Haley White, here with my lovely co-host, relationship expert, and best-selling author, Marnie Kinris. Hi. And fabulous comedian, Kristen Carney. Hey, guys. And of course, bringing up the men's point of view, our producer, Mo. Yep. What up? I love it. I love your voice. I think it is so sexy I'm a little sick, so it's a little bit huskier than normal. Fantastic. Keep it up. Thanks. Turns me on. I like it. I love that you're turned on by it. Well, so last night, girls, we had a fantastic experience. We were on Loveline with Psycho Mike and Dr. Drew. More like Hot Mike. I know, seriously. He is very good looking. Very good looking and super intelligent. It's crazy. Because you look at him at first, you're like, you don't know what you're talking about. And then you're like, you know everything. It was weird, too, because he's, he's, you know, kind of has a reputation for being this wild guy, but he is very good at what he does. Yeah. I was blown away. But you can get pieces of that from him because, like, when we got there, he didn't introduce himself by saying, like, hey, I'm Mike. He was just like, so uh, I have diarrhea and it's and it's liquid right now. <laughs> and he was telling us that he has a problem where when he goes to the bathroom, he always, when he goes poop, he always has to pee too. So men take note. We were all very attracted to him. <laughs> yes. Very turned on talking about <laughs> This poop. is how you introduce yourself. Yes. That, do it. Just go try it now. That's how Whenever he read women. Well, actually, well, I, he has such white teeth. He can get away with it. I know. You know. Well, I wanted to talk to you guys about first impressions with them, but obviously we're going into this naturally. But what about Dr. Drew? I, well, I met Dr. Drew on Saturday at Maria Menounos' party um, because I get invited to things that are very important. You're so fabulous. fabulous. I know, Thanks. seriously. And um, Max Zapata from um, Corolla Studio, if anyone's listening, listens to Adam Corolla. He's a producer on the Corolla Show. His name's not Max Zapata, but that's what they call him. But uh, he introduced me to Dr. Drew, and when he did, I thought because I was getting introduced to Dr. Drew through someone who produces his show over at Corolla's network that it was going to be very – Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, you're coming on on Monday? Cool, let's chit-chat. But he was like very like, hello, I'm Dr. Drew, nice to meet you. Okay, hello, hello, goodbye. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so awkward on Monday because I just thought he was going to be really uptight. And really? then when we met him at the studio, I was like, no. was that a different guy at the party on Saturday? I'm sure he was in he party was in mode. He was totally in the studio. In, yeah, and he was in party yeah. mode where, you know, people circle around someone important and they try to talk to them. So he's probably keeps himself a little bit at, at a distance. Yeah. But he was very cool and very um, easy to talk to. Well, and it was nice getting um, analyzed off air by him uh, or helped. Yeah, he was oh, giving us sure. my advice. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it offline before about. Dr. Drew, because I think that he is super sexy. I think he's very attractive. I, I love the way that he carries himself. And he, he's you got know, big guns. B- By big the guns. way, 
Huge guns. <laughs> Huge guns. Huge guns, but wears stonewashed colored jeans, white sneakers, and like a, a, a polo white shirt. Right. He, he's so, very awkward, but yet he's still very, very attractive. Sexy. So can you tell me more about why he's sexy and what's sexy about him? Because he's intelligent, and I feel like he solves everyone's problems. That's so sexy to me. <laughs> so sexy. Yeah. And because he has nothing to prove at this point in his mm-hmm. life, he can sit back. You know, we were taping the podcast, and anyone can see this if you go like watch it, the live video stream. But he was had the mic up, almost like holding it on his chest, leaning back in his chair, like he's a, like the cool senior in high school, and texting the whole time. And so he's got this kind of air around him that he's multitasking in his brain so easily that he's probably looking something up on the news, but yet can still Be analyze in it. Yeah. yeah, and that's cool. It's just like the cool vibe. He's like eight years younger than my mom, and I'm like, really? Yeah, it's so weird because my mom's older. You know, right. and he doesn't seem. Older. Not that my mom looks great, but I'm just saying, you know, he's not, he doesn't seem like he's this baby boomer type. It feels like he could do it in his sleep, too. It was funny to watch him, like, texting, and every time he would start talking, I was like, I couldn't believe he was following that whole thing, yeah. the and whole he was question. In and he yeah. wasn't trying to prove himself, because I no. will say, there. okay, so you have the two guys, Psycho Mike and Drew. Psycho Mike is freaking sexy. He's very good looking, but I found myself wanting to impress Drew more Same and here. have him want me more. Same here. Rather than the hot guy. Agreed. Yeah, and so, it's the I think it's the wisdom. It's the um you know, it's it's like if you were lived in medieval times, would you be attracted to the king or the prince? Right. Maybe the king. You know, because I don't know. That's the weirdest. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to pretend metaphor. that I'm following you, but I'm like, no, I don't get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I don't the king know. can solve all your problems and is very educated with huge freaking biceps. Well, his yeah. influence. Well, and he's it's, the king. That's like a weird example because I think he would always want to impress the king more. Yeah, but well, Drew's the king is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you, yeah, you, you but, want to impress the king and then you want to have sex with like the king's like confidant that is like no, you know, No, you know what it is? You want to have sex with the king. But then you want to marry the prince because you're going to reap all the benefits from the king because the prince is connected to him. I'm very confused. This metaphor got really and very then confused. You get beheaded. But overall, it was an amazing experience on Loveline, and you can yeah. go listen to uh, the uh, episode of Loveline, which I actually don't even know. Where. You can go, go to Loveline.com or something, com. right? No, not Loveline.com. It's a weird dating website. Okay. Um, the, I don't know why they haven't purchased, by the way, but um, hmm. the it's lovelineshow.com, and it's, all the video streams are up there. So oh, so you can watch easy. us, too, which will be really, really cool. Yeah. But I do have an interesting story that happened from over the weekend that kind of aggravated me, which leads us into our next segment, The, the Man's, Man's Playbook. Playbook. We just talk about practice. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. So the Man's Playbook is a new segment that we have created where we are going to talk about the characteristics of what every woman wants in a man and how you can be that man without having to change yourself. It's about confidence. It's about leadership. It's about comfort. And overall, it's about understanding what women want from men and how you can be the man that women want. So the story that I wanted to tell you guys about was I was out for one of my best friend's birthday parties at Malibu Wineries, which is an amazing place. You I drink it wine. It's, it's just like it, it's festivities. It's wonderful. It's awesome. So we were there for his birthday, and uh, one of his friends was there who I've met before who honestly is one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my entire life. He's also very attractive. Um, he's got confidence. He, he's like a full package. And he kind of upset me a little bit because while we were there, 
amongst all the festivities, he's he brought up how, you know, he's not happy in his relationship and how his girlfriend's not a nice person and how he's been thinking this for the past three months. And I just kept thinking like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is horrible. Horrible. Biting my tongue, not wanting to say anything. And he basically started bashing her to me. For me, when I was looking at him, I was thinking, you know, I saw you so differently as this great guy. But now I see you in a whole new light. And it's not a very nice light. So he started saying, you know, he's not going to break up with her right now because she's looking for a roommate and she doesn't have that situation sorted yet. Or, well, she doesn't really have very many friends, so she doesn't have anybody to support herself, so he's going to wait until she has more friends. And That's I, kind of how I would want to be broken up with. Absolutely, <laughs> right? You're like, let's stretch it out for eight months while my boyfriend hates me. Yeah, and let uh, me get horrible. my footing. Yeah, so I, I wanted to talk to you girls about, number one, what you thought about that. Mm. What's your opinion on it? And then, as a woman... Who may have had a similar experience? I want to know what that does to you as, as a woman, being in a situation that is like that. So, so Haley, yeah. you know, what do you think? It's such a turnoff. I mean, honestly, well, how close are you guys? Are you really good friends? No, not very good friends. And honestly, he was announcing this to not just me. We weren't having a, a side conversation. It was, it was, it was everybody. Basically like he had a megaphone and he was like, "My yeah. girlfriend's a bitch." Pretty much, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the Dodgers game, and like, hopefully, my girlfriend won't be there." And I'd be like. It was well, hopefully she gets kidnapped. Yeah, it was horrible. And he was talking <laughs> about all these situations her. of, you know, well, I was sick and she didn't do this. And it, it, it just became girlfriend See, like, fashion. I get it. If you're going through relationship problems and you feel like you can confide in one person alone, like a close friend, and you need to get it off your chest. What? Like, we all have that, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're, like, announcing that at a birthday party with a group of friends, like, you got to figure that out on your own. Like, that's not something that's going to turn off women so much. That's something that's the most unattractive quality, like... And it's a buzzkill to everybody else. Like, yeah. I don't want to be, you know? Well, and it shows you're a bit of a chicken. It's like, Absolutely. Okay, if you're thinking these things about your partner, then either break up and be a man, don't delay it for three Let- months, and don't wait for the right situation because you're scared. In this situation, was he drinking? Was he buzzed? A little bit, but not that much. He so honestly, you don't think it was alcohol? No, it was not him. alcohol-induced for sure. But think right. about he, it. It's how, almost like he had beer goggles on his brain yeah, or something. And, and <laughs> how many times have we been in a relationship that just went on like six months too long or one year too long? For sure. Yeah. And, and I feel like we're so afraid of the unknown, of moving on and then being alone, that we'll just keep that person around uh, for no reason other than but the selfish reason But what does that say about a man then if he is that – insecure or nervous about being alone or you know what does that say about him it means we're chicken shit and and, and to the men out there look you only get this life one time and time is very important especially Especially in your girls get old and ugly yeah especially in your youth and i feel like for for men out there these are like your banging years before you're married right so you got to start banging and the more girls (laughs) that you're with that that have a dead end you just need to get out as soon as possible. I like yeah. to consider it more of a cul-de-sac than a dead end. Okay. Well. <laughs> so for the man's playbook, what is the best play for them in a situation like this? The best play is to nip it in the bud. Yep. Um, I, the best. After you nip her in the bud. But um, <laughs> I I think um, – I, I just want to say about him, like I think it's really gross and really tacky to do something like that. Um, he probably has a lot of pent up energy of thinking about this and he most likely doesn't have someone to talk to right. about it. Yeah, obviously. So what happens is you get in a situation where you're, you're probably comfortable with the people you're around and then you start saying things that you probably, you know, you know, you shouldn't be saying, but like it's that pent up energy. You need to 
kind of get off your chest. Yeah. So I think if a man is feeling this, I think it's okay. I mean, I don't. No one's perfect, and I think if a man is hesitating the breakup, I think if he's having those thoughts, he needs to have a friend or someone to confide in for sure to make the best decision. Because if you do that, too, if you make your decision too quickly. You know, I mean, if you're having those thoughts, you know, you should probably just go through with it. But I do understand that it's not something where you think and then you can do immediately. It's a big decision. It's an uncomfortable situation. Um, so I, I kind of get it. Well, questioning your breakup is different because you have to go through a process. So you, you start talking to people. You ask questions. You say things. But to literally say, this girl is not a nice person, like you already know at that point that She's not going to be your partner for life or your partner for the next five months even. Right. Well, if she's not a nice person. She probably deserved it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like, I always try to tell the guys that I work with um, the female perspective on this. So I know that for me, if if I feel a man pulling away and evaluating me and possibly judging me, I, I can feel it when that's going on. Sometimes I make it up and just that's my own insecurities. But when it actually is happening, you can definitely feel that happening. And and I like to tell them what it does to a woman. So for their situation, because he is pulling away and he is, you know, judging her and evaluating her, she can feel that, which makes mm-hmm. her more insecure, possibly pounce on him, become really bratty and naggy, uh, really tense. I, the list can go on and on and on and on. So horribly, it doesn't end up showing her in the best light because this distance is created between the two of them. And they just get to a space where they're both unhappy and miserable for a long period of time. And then they break up and it ends up being a horrible breakup. Um, for men who who are contemplating and who have come to the decision, this is not the right person for me. I think the best way to handle it is to have a conversation and just say, you know, I don't think that we are a good match for each other. As soon as you decide that, you don't drag it on and wait for the best situation where she's comfortable and has friends around her or that she has a roommate situation sorted out. The sooner you can nip it in the bud, it's better for her. Being honest, it makes it better. Those all sound like excuses anyways. I mean, I think he's just chicken shit, like obviously. Like, dude, ball up, figure it out. Because honestly, it's probably gotten back to her at this point anyways, especially if you have mutual friends and you're just talking shit behind her back. Like, she knows. And that distance starts to accumulate and you just start to get more and more uncomfortable together and it's never going to get better. Why wasn't she at the event? Uh, she was working because she's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She's a well, woman. there's a lot of bitches in Malibu, especially at wine, <laughs> yeah. wineries. She I'm would have fit in very well. Yeah. Trust she's me. She's the guest of honor. You know, I, um, oh, sorry. I, w- I did want to just ask, though, what is your, Marnie, your suggestion on how to start the conversation? Because I know my boyfriend and I had have we've had talks and it's always like, I want to talk to you later. And it's a really difficult intro because then I stiffen up. I get annoyed. I don't want to, and I know I'm in for, it's like knowing you're about to jump into the snake pit. So what's a good way to start and how long in advance should he be warning her? Should he be warning her that there's going to be a conversation? Yeah. Well, I would say I've that been warned. And the when you're sitting is, on the couch having warn. a nice no, conversation, yeah, no warning. Like, okay. you're, you're never going to have the perfect situation for yeah. bringing up this conversation. And her her emotions are her own responsibility. At, at this point, when you're talking about breaking up, you're getting off of your chest what you need to get off of your chest. But if there is something in a relationship that you do want to talk about, what you 
the best thing to do is when you guys are sitting on the couch having fun, you do segue into that conversation and say, like, yeah, I, I love you. I really care about you. I do want to have a conversation with you about our future and about our relationship. And um, just know that everything I'm saying comes from a great place. And it's for us to talk about so that we can make our relationship even better. But how about the breakup? The breakup? How do they present that? The break. Well, the thing is, you just said, you, you know, the breakup is coming. There really is no great time to bring up well, the breakup conversation. I mean, not warned, but just you're waiting for it. Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, at five o'clock today, let's have a conversation. No. I would say, next time you see this girl, and you guys are by yourself, and you know you have an hour, sit down and say, we have to talk. I'm I would do so it when I'm, I know I had five minutes. I'm like, right, okay. exactly. like I gotta <laughs> go now. I'm gonna make this as short as possible. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the longer that you delay getting it off of your chest and having that conversation or waiting for the perfect moment, the more the 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 worse it ends up being, the yeah, more tension like that's built up. Yeah, you gotta just rip it, off. it off. Because honestly, if you, a man of integrity, um, when he does think those things and he comes to a decision, a, a real man of integrity says it right away because it hurts right. her more the more that he delays it. Right? I, I have a buddy who's like this, right? And all he does, he's, he's with this girl and they've been together on and off for, I'd say, two years, three years. And he does the same thing you're talking about. He talks shit about her. Oh, I can't stand my girl. We're not going to get married. We're not compatible. He breaks up with her. The next minute, oh, I miss her. Oh, I, I screwed up. Oh, I want to get back together with her. Oh, I, there's no girl out there more prettier than her. Then they get back together. And then it's the same bullshit oh. over and over and over. And it's just this continuous cycle. And, how, and there's a lot of guys out there that are like that. How do you just yeah. break that? Well, you well, okay, there's two things that I'm hearing there. So yeah, it's like I want to call that the relationship umbilical cord. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It is. It's like, okay, well, I don't want to be myself, but and it's gross. Yeah. And now I miss this person because I miss having a partner. And it's right. not even about like the love anymore. It's about the fact that you're, you know them so well and they know you better than anybody else. And so being without them is uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to be able to get over that. Like, honestly, I would say like find a way to have some physical distance. That's the only way that you can really move on. That forces you to move yeah. on. Yeah. That's actually a more, good question. That what what are some breakup rules that we can provide men? Yeah. Another for the next chapter man's playbook. In the, in I the went, man's playbook. Exactly. I went through a pretty rough breakup and um I remember it was I kept going back to him for a while and it was just those months and months of like, you know, you're still hooking up and stuff. And I think the only thing that really you have to just cut it off, there can be no contact through text, no contact physically. And that's the only way that you're able to even emotionally move on. Because no matter what, they're like your best friend and letting go of your best friend is the worst. Absolutely. You know, it's more than even like. And you know partner. what's you know what's so messed up is these women, right? Every single chick has got like the guy friend that's just waiting in the wings, mm -hmm. right? He's been playing like the emotional support the whole time you've been mm -hmm. dating your chick. And she's like And the <laughs> minute you drop your girl, she's already dating somebody else. And that's so fucked up because, like, a girl could walk we into a bar. We talked about that last night on the there's, there's, like, a girl could go into a bar, and there's 10 dicks that will go home with that any time. Yep. A guy walks in the bar, not the same deal. So, right. men, you got to get ready for the hibernation period to get your man <laughs> sexy back because it's going to be a while. Well, the thing is, I do, I do tell the guys that I work with, too. It's like after you have a breakup or after you divorce – you have to refine that single you. I don't think that it's healthy to jump into an, a, another relationship. Sometimes it's great because you, you're already over that past relationship six months before you've actually broken up. But I do think that you do need 
at least three months to refind your single self, reconnect with all of your friends, and not be needy and dependent in relationship mode. So that the next person you date, you're not jumping into the next girlfriend and like having her be your, I'm not saying that correctly, but not acting as if she's your girlfriend already um, by pouncing on her. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but we did mention, we did talk about that last night, and I mean, I, my consensus is that if you're broken up and she hooks up with somebody, it's her way of dealing with it, or it's his way of dealing with it, and I don't think that they should be um, shamed for doing that because it's no. an emotional time, and you have to do what you have to do to get through it so that you can be normal in three months because oh, you're yeah. going to be a rough three months or year or however long. Me and my husband went on a break at some point when we first started dating, and um, I right away called a family friend to see if I, he had anybody to hook me up with, like literally the next day. Jeez. And then I found out that my husband was like making out with some girl the, the night after we had broken up. Like, uh, not... It's fine. It's fine to do those things. You, you need your outlets. You need to vent. Whatever you need to get out of you, you need to get out of you. I don't think that it's bad to do those things in, in needy times. And it never really means anything. And we're talking about like right away. Like I don't think, you know, some people say, like, oh, how could you do that? It was just, it did, you know, our relationship not mean anything to you. But like that is your way of being able to deal. It doesn't mean you're going to have a long-term thing with this hookup. It's just like. And the hookup knows that. Yeah, but it oh, mean, yeah. it means something to the guy who who's out of the relationship, you know. Well, and, that's for him to deal with. And you know when I tell my guys, because I have guys who've gone through this, I tell them, you know what, go out and bang as many. Many girls as possible. You should be going on exactly and having just, fun as well. How about I making say, love, Mo? No, a lot of banging. I, I, I call it banging like it out of your system. Okay, bang you, you bang out. the girl out of your and system and into hers. And and you're gonna <laughs> and these girls are not gonna be as pretty as your ex girlfriend was because they never are. You nope. know, they're just gonna be a bunch of low hanging fruit. But you're just gonna <laughs> get through it, and it's gonna build your man sexy up to the point where you're like, wow, all these women want me. I don't even need that girl who used to put me down. Right. So, it's a, just it's a way to deal with it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hope that this guy finally does break up with his girlfriend. Do it. Because any long – it's just it's just so horrible. Like having to be friends with him afterwards and be in a room with them together knowing that he's saying all of these things about her. It's, it's embarrassing for her. It's uncomfortable for all of us. And it's just it's, – it just doesn't put him in a nice light. It makes me think of him as a big wimp. So if you do choose to follow Mo's advice and just bang a lot of chicks after you break up – then you need to know how to follow up with the girl after you've done the banging. I was going through Men's Health the other day, and I found this little article that was what post trist trist is what's the word trist. trist? Mm-hmm. What post trist text does she want? We asked fifteen hundred and sixty six women what text message they'd want to receive the day after their sexual encounter with you. And there's a whole bunch of options of you know what kind of text message they would like to receive. So before I tell you what the options mm-hmm. are. What kind of message would you guys like to receive after you have I would like to receive a message in the form of money and or... Here's $20. Checks. (laughs) That's called prostitution. (laughs) It is. Uh, What? (laughs) And Haley, what about Um, you? Just shower me in compliments. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Well, actually, Because you feel kind of insecure, let's be honest, after yeah. a one-night stand, especially as a girl. You're like, oh, what was that? What happened? <laughs> you're like, so, like, call me the next day. Just a simple compliment, like, you're really hot. And don't, and don't like, get too dirty right away. You know? Keep it kind of clean. Yeah. Keep it classy. I agree with you. Okay, so number mm-hmm. one was, can't wait to see you again. 
I think that's great. Plain, simple, easy, to the point. Yeah. Number two was you are beautiful. There you go. Number three. I just hear that in general, not after we have sex. (laughs) But these are all all good things for after going on a date, whatever it is. But definitely for after having sex. And if you you send your beautiful, make sure you spell it correctly. Y-O-U apostrophe (laughs) R-E. Not your Y-O-U-R beautiful because then it's like, well, what about my beautiful? Not not (laughs) B-O-O-T-Y-I-F-L. I would accept that, but more Yo, than spell the, check your ER text. Yeah, boys. but people don't know the difference between you are and your. Yeah. So anyway, just grammar is hot. Grammar no. is hot. If no, if if I get a text like that said your your beautiful, I'd mm. be like your stupid. stupid. <laughs> so. Well, actually, it is really important because I have gone on uh, online dating sites for to look at people's profiles and yeah, like spelling I spot all the spelling mm-hmm. errors. I'm just like you, just like I can't even see past all of these yeah, errors. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. an idiot. Therefore, I'm, I would Goodbye. never contact you. Yeah. Um, so number three was last night was amazing. Number four, hey, how's it going? No, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, I don't like that. That's like passive <laughs> aggressive. She could write back bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. You don't want that. I have a yeast infection. <laughs> yeah, don't ever call me again. I have STDs. Next one was you're a good kisser. Yeah, that's Be a little bit so... more specific. I mean, yeah, you I don't just know. said sex. You're a good I, focusing on the kissing, you know. The next one, oh god, was can still smell you hot? Gross. I think that's gross. Oh. Unless nope. you're in, unless you're eating a tuna fish sandwich and you're like mistaking your <laughs> lunch for her. Jeez, no. horrible, horrible. Oh. The next one was it good for you? No, no. The next one, I like watching you sleep. No. no, not after the first time. I That's am creeped like, out. Read that the way it sounds. Um, I like watching you sleep. <laughs> That's not even creepy enough. Like I, I, I feel like that was kind of sexy a little bit, but like it's like I, I like, like watching, watching you sleep. sleep. Yeah, it's really freaking creepy. Um, do not say that in a relationship. You can say those things, but after your first time having sex with somebody, they're like, "I have a stalker on my hands. This guy's obsessed with yeah, me." Yeah, and I'm a drooler. Like, oh, I don't want you like, like watching me as I'm drooling. Right? Yeah, they, I'm the mouth opener, but that's maybe why they like watching me sleep because they see the width or the height. I don't know. Whatever. What, what do you mean, like effort? Like if I'm sleeping with my mouth open, and it's like kind of like, they're like, "Ooh, future plans right, for exactly. us." Yeah, but, Interesting. Yeah. She's got good, what is it called? Too. Good diameter? What is it called? What is it? I have no idea. Okay, and the last <laughs> one, which was, you know, the, the one that they liked the least, was ready for round two. Nope. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I don't like that one. Hey, either. y'all, ready for round two? Right. Exactly. Settle up. So t- top ones were can't wait to see you again, number one, which I think actually is the best Perfect. ones. Perfect. Uh, you're beautiful, and last night was amazing. But don't text can't wait to see you again if you don't plan to see her again. Well, right, because this, this is all coming across as if these two people very much like each other, and they're very much going to be seeing each other again. Correct. So sometimes there are situations that are a little fuzzy. Which so we did so talk what, about on a previous podcast. For sure. Well, actually, so then what would be the appropriate text message? I know we talked about it in, I think, episode two or three. I don't even know. But what would be the appropriate text message if they had sex, but the guy doesn't want to see her again? 
No text message. No text message. Thank Thank leading you. on. Yeah. Just support. Just send abort. thank you. I, yeah. <laughs> and then she'll send back, you're welcome. I said goodbye. Y O U apostrophe R E. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Well, I wanted to tell you guys about a new segment that we're going to be starting called Analyze This. Okay? So, what we're going to do is we are going to analyze your sticky situations that you are having with women. So, you got a text message, you don't understand what it means or what she wants, send it in to us and we will analyze it you have a message left on your phone you don't understand what she's trying to say send it in to us we'll analyze it and you know give us an email if you want your emails and also take the chance to go and record your hookup and your conversation and we want to analyze it and hear from it yeah, uh, as long as she doesn't catch you recording it. We apologize in advance if she does exactly. but it would be really exciting for and us where here. do we send this to you send it to ask at askwomenpodcast.com Up next we're talking about horror stories in the bedroom. Stay tuned for that and more. So speaking of a man's playbook, the one thing he has to have in there is the Gillette uh, Fusion Pro Glide. It's amazing. So stop waiting for supermodels to fall out of the sky and just start shaving in the real world <laughs> with Gillette Fusion Pro Glide. Uh, you know when you can smell someone's body spray from five miles away? Yes. I hate that guy. Do not be that guy. Put down the spray. You're better than that. I'm telling you. You're listening to this podcast. You have to be better than we that. We trust you. So stop selling out and start standing out with Gillette Fusion Pro Glide Shave Gel. Replace your old razor with Gillette Fusion Pro Glide and start getting a nice, clean shave instead. It'll make you look like less of a creepster because... Absolutely. And because we all know that men with clean shaven faces. They get more booty. They get more booty. They get kissed more and women kiss them much more intensely. Yeah. And Gillette Fusion Pro Glide is tougher on hair and gentle on skin, if you can believe it or not, versus the Mach 3. It's time you stop falling for the hype, people. Stop listening and only listen to me. Try the Gillette Fusion Pro Glide. It's now available with a new look at Walmart. And while you're at Walmart, do your roommate a favor, who's paying all your rent, and pick him up a bottle of Gillette Fusion Pro Glide shave gel he'll be thanking you when all of the women come flocking and then you can get in on the goods because they'll be at your apartment absolutely bingo right? bingo it's time for some dude vention. stop falling for the hype start shaving in the real world with gillette fusion pro glide now at walmart we'll see you there because that's where i hang out you're listening to the ask women podcast a podcast one presentation boys have a penis girls have a vagina or, as I like to call them, PPs and wee-wees. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Women? Uh, okay, you guys. So, you've been hanging with us now for, what, like a month or so? Yeah. And yeah. we really appreciate it. Um, and um, we've been doing you some big favors by just being here. No, I'm just kidding. But please go to uh, <laughs> podcast1.com and go to the Ask Women page and click on the Amazon banner and do your shopping there. Um, as you know or may not know, we get a little kickback. And I just had a dream that I got lots of checks coming from Amazon. And so I like to – I think I, I think I have premonition dreams. Absolutely. I hope you yeah. do. Because yeah. you, you said they were $4 checks. There's like $40,000 Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, I, we, for right now, it'd be great for the $4 checks, too. Right. That'd be exactly. amazing from Amazon. Exactly. Did you say $40,001 checks? No, no. I said $4 checks, but I, I wanted I wanted to raise the stakes a little bit for our viewers. Yeah. Uh, I want more than $4. We'll um, <laughs> just... So you're lying about your premonitions now? Well, I'm hoping they're better than... <laughs> 
I'm making You're changing them up today. it though. Yeah. Anyway, like shop there. It's easy, convenient, and whatnot. And um, share this podcast with a friend, especially your friend that probably needs some dating advice. Yeah. Send them our way. And, uh, you know, whatever. That's it. Do it. I like More it. Poco. I like it. All right. So before we took a break, we talked about sharing some horror stories. Well, actually, before which involve which horrors, horrors uh, hopefully for some of horrors you. Horrors, yours. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> so before we came in here, we started sharing some of our horror stories, and then Kristen was like, "Stop! Don't say it on the air." So I mm-hmm. I wanted to recap some of the horror stories that we were talking about before, and. Mo brought one up that he was sharing that was just ridiculous, and I would love for you to explain too. Oh, it's the best story. Uh, This is my friend. And or worst. I will call him my friend Brian. I won't give his last name, and he went to the University (laughs) of Colorado. And he lived on Second Street. Yeah. Well, look, so this was the story. So he had a drunken night where he just got mad shit faced, him and this girl. And it's a girl that he knows. And somehow they ended. You just, I'm sorry, but you just gave the punchline of the whole story. <laughs> yeah, I know you I what you said. Whoa, had, blah, 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 mad shit face. He got mad shit face. Him and the girl, they got mad shit face. Uh, and they ended up sleeping together, right? He wakes up in the middle of the night and he's just covered in a pool of his own shit. That is insane. Poopy. <laughs> so to save himself the embarrassment, he, he took the crap and wiped it all over the girl's butt that was still passed out. It is so horrifying. He had dick in his hand, his own shit, and then wipe it all over her ass? And then left her a note that said, I'm sorry, but you had an accident. And then Yeah, left. and the accident was sleeping with me. Exactly. That was the real accident. Exactly. That's horrible. Oh, my it God. Is- that goes so in line with what we were talking about from the first segment of Men with Integrity. Men with Integrity do not shit in the bed or, or shit do in that yeah, exactly. i mean shit happens right but right. like don't wipe it on her ass and then peace out question did he ever see her again no he said it was the most like he saw her around campus but it was just really awkward between them ever since <laughs> well then. of course sure. she thinks that she just shit herself well Kristen was saying he should pay for her therapy now he yeah. absolutely should she's going around now being with guys not being able to go to sleep fearful yeah. that she's not sleeping with guys again. anymore like she's just lying in bed with her eyes open with any guy that she dates with her diaper on, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On. she's wearing depends now horrible you can't horrible. he's like do you want to sleep with me she's like that. it depends <laughs> it depends um, horrible I picture your friend Mo to be the biggest douchebag in the entire world am I right is he, is he super douchey you know it's not that he's super douchey he just has uh, commitment fears and he gets a lot of girls <laughs> and he's a lot of fun and adventurous but has a very um, dark sense what of humor what kind of car does he drive <laughs> Oh, he he lives in Spain right now and just rides trains. But when he did have a car, it was like a shitty Honda. Okay, what, did it have a spoiler on the back? No. <laughs> does like he a wear big one. undercarriage does he lights? Wear cut off T-shirts. That's what I'm wondering. Did he? No, but he's the kind of guy that would have a mullet for fun. Okay, oh, totally. all right. Well, okay, so he's kind or of. Or you have fun. an ironic mustache. He's really fun and goofy and wild and. Right. But so he wasn't doing that to get on kind of a serious note. He wasn't doing that to make, to de. Well, never mind. I can't even ask this question because the answer is going to be like, of course he was doing that to demean her worth a little bit. But what do you? Is this kind of guy that takes advantage of women at all? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, he's and, and, well, kind of. And he it's more less about demeaning and more about he just doesn't want her to think that he did it. Yeah, because right. think about it. If it goes around campus that he shits the bed, because the girl's gonna tell everybody. But yeah. if it goes, you know, that she shit the bed, she's not gonna say anything. No. She's gonna keep it secret. And he's, and he's gonna not gonna say anything in case in it comes the, out that it was actually him. So, so, so really, he's intelligent. So it's really he's, a win-win. He's a smart guy. He's a very smart guy. I like I Man, like his move. This is horrifying. Well, horrible. I just want to picture him like actually what taking <laughs> a lot of balls well, Kristen, to wipe shit on. Kristen somebody. was talking about another story towel. as well because I want to hear the other horror story. We didn't get to finish it. That's where you cut it off. Well, um, I was in Australia and um, it was really it was really awful. Um, we went out and got really drunk and. I didn't – I wasn't sleeping with him or anything. We were sleeping in the same bed. So, I mean, I was sleeping technically with him. But um, we were staying in a friend's apartment that was really small. And he got – he was so wasted. And this is the kind of guy that's not good with women, you know, very uncomfortable, awkward. And so I was sleeping and all of a sudden I felt like <laughs> a – I felt something. But I was sleeping. But I still felt something that wasn't right. And I opened my eyes <laughs> And he was over me, literally peeing on me like I was a bush. I mean, I have a lot of hair. He was on. He was still in bed on his knees, kneeling over me, knee peeing on me. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I like backed away, and he didn't snap out of it. He just continued peeing in the bed, and then just laid back down. And is this where all of your intimacy issues come from? It was before there. I mean, the shit might have messed it up, too. But no, he and I were not, like, romantically connected at all. But we were in that moment, I will say. It was I've, that moment that really that connected like, us. Right together. And so in the this morning, the I, I didn't, like, take the pee and throw it on me and really say, it was me. Like, I didn't <laughs> do that. But I um, I went and I had to end up sleeping on the floor. And, I mean, I, this was all with dudes. And so it kind of sucks to be, like, the only chick, like, sleeping on, like, a wooden floor. But I just didn't want to get in bed with any of them after that. It was just uncomfortable, but when we woke up, I only told one of them, and so we kept it on the DL. Okay, I have a story. This is my roommate, uh, old roommate. Uh, she had her boyfriend over, and he he was really hammered, of course, and he opened fire in her closet, peeing all over her clothes no, in the closet. <laughs> yeah, ruining everything. That's horrible. So a good message from these horror stories is don't drink too much, right? Is that the I message mean, that we're trying to get across here? But I want to give the guys that are listening some real actionable advice. So I want to go into our next segment called Ask Women, which is the name of our show. Ta-da. And so now we want some answers for you. So I've got some questions from guys who have written into us. And I want to see... What you guys think and what your opinions are. All right, so on. so here is the first question. This is from Zach in Kansas City. And he said, at what point is it okay to break wind in front of your partner? Are we talking months or years? Okay. So Zach from Kansas. So when can you fart? The first date. Nope. <laughs> I disagree. No, I... <laughs> I love how serious you are. Like, For women, no. never. Okay, no, no. You know what? <laughs> like, screw you. It's so unfair. <laughs> It, it, it really is. is. It's yeah. like, you know what? We're going to fart. I know? come from a gassy family. <laughs> Me too. And that's just the facts. Um, I have IBS. <laughs> Deal with it, you right, know? Right. 
But seriously, um, when is it appropriate? Because I remember when I was making out with my first boyfriend ever, and he farted. We were three months into our relationship, and I just could not stop thinking about it for so long. And then he like he's like, oh, I broke the seal, so now I can do it all the time. And I was like, no. I that's what happens. Once that. you fart, you can't go back to not farting, and it's constant. <laughs> it's like once you pop, you can't stop. Exactly. That's the new Pringles slogan. <laughs> so what? when is the appropriate time? When can you start releasing yourself? I think, I think it needs to be at least like four to six months. In. I kind of agree with that, but then also is sexy at first. Yeah, oh, well, you don't want to hear them farting. Th- there's a comedian yeah. who I don't I, want to continue hearing them farting. That's the thing. There's a comedian who has a podcast um, that has something to do with podcast one. It's not on podcast one exactly, but um, she and her husband, I believe, I could totally be like making this up, but I remember hearing her say something like, "He farted on the first date," and they both like laughed and they were like. We're in. This is it. And they got married. No. Yeah, and they've been it was farting just so ever since. Yeah, I mean, it's like it depends on who you are. She's a comic. He's a comic. So, yeah, it depends on who you are. If you're going out with a girl who's really yeah. proper, I wouldn't suggest the first date. Men. But read the person or read yourself. Men are like dogs and women are like cats, okay? Men can shit in public and women, you could clean up after us. We could shit pee in public. It's totally cool and fine and acceptable. Well, I don't know about the shitting. In public? Where are you? I'm, I'm just saying we could fart. And do all our nasty business in public, like okay, dogs. Farting do, in public right? is like, and then shitting in public. Let's just make that distinction I'm just right saying, away. It's like the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. But women are like cats, where you gotta hide that shit. You gotta go like into your little box and hide. And I'm wondering where my cat is, and oh, it's hiding in the little box. You want to know why? Because men put us in that box. Yeah, don't box mm-hmm. us in. How? And you know what? For good reason. Okay. Honestly, women, it does touch their minds. They don't are, want to picture us doing like that stuff. It ruins. It's on a pedestal. Sometimes we're having sex and it's doggy style. I don't need to know <laughs> that when that stuff's happening, <laughs> shit could be coming at me in the wrong way. That is. And when is that the right way? <laughs> yeah, exactly. On your own time that well, we don't know. About. I, will, I will say one thing for guidance in terms of farting. Like it's okay if you slip up or if you really have gas, but I wouldn't say to make it a regular thing because there was one. Okay, so me and my husband when we first started dating, um, his friend was in town visiting and there was I forget who farted at the point it wasn't me but it was somebody else and I said to his friend I'm like oh you know Jordan never farts and he's like are you serious (laughs) and then I'm like oh it would be okay if he did and then exactly and then he was like all right well here it goes now and then it never ended it was crazy like once in a while a fart is fine but when he like farts and then like looks over at me with a smile and starts laughing yeah, why it's do, not attractive what is it about guys so my fiance loves to fart and they're like it's like musical it's like a musicality <laughs> to it and he's like so excited about it every time it happens he just like looks at me with like this shit eating grin on his face like look what i just did <laughs> And I'm like, no. We're weird. Like, guys like no. to fart and then smell each other's farts. No. Well, I like, remember. Yeah, man, this guy. I grew up. He's this guy. He's eating a lot of protein and beans. When I said I grew up and I'm from a gassy family, I wasn't being silly. Like, legitimately, all of us fart all the time. My dad farts. Is when it like the nutty professor at the dinner table? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, except we're not as thin. Four to six months is is the okay time to break wind. But sometimes in some people, it can happen earlier. It can be a bonding experience. You might high five and then like get married. Yeah, that's four, that's four, four and, to and six that years. Is, four that to is six for years for the you. tale of the story here. Yeah. For dudes whatever. who found me somewhat attractive, it's okay if I lose you. Like I'm fine right with that. Now. However, it is we gross just lost and half I get it. our list. Half of our listeners yeah, just I know. Like, Screw I that. They it's all a highbrow show. And they go to the bathroom. I'm not 
not listening anymore. Okay, the next question was, I see singles mixers popping up all over. Some dating sites even sponsor them. Good opportunities or a waste of time? Aaron from Lincoln, what's N-E? Nebraska. Oh, good. Aaron from Lincoln, Nebraska. So Um, what do you think? Uh, you know, I had a little, I think in one of the first episodes, I said something about if you ask for my number, you're a loser. I don't want to go back to that mantra, but, but, <laughs> but there's something about, it's okay to go to singles events. I'm okay with that, but you have to take the good with the bad. I think if you go to a singles event, there's going to be some hits and some misses. And I think to keep that in mind that there might, you might go and show up and, and that's okay. Go. It's, it's almost like. You're a undercover person. You know, you don't have to totally put yourself out there. Go check one out. See if it's something that you'd want to do. Am I answering the question at all? Have you guys I, I ever think... been to one, though? Has anyone here ever been I to I went to one event? speed dating in college. Okay, okay. Yeah. so what happens at a singles mixer? I've never been. So. You mix. It, it depends what you the mix. singles mixer is like. They may have a theme. They may have games that you play. There may be a key and lock. What is it called? Lock and key Sounds kind of party. Hokey. It sounds like vagina penis. It sounds like vagina. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's well, yeah. what, exactly what it's But I, I actually uh, I, I endorse singles mixers. I think that it's a great place to meet other people. You, As Kristen was saying before, you have to select the right ones for you. Yeah. And sometimes you're going to walk in and you're going to be like, these people are all hideous, not on my page at all, yeah. and I have nothing in common with them. So done. You've gone there, taken the opportunity, and you continue to find other ones that may suit you better because you may walk in and half the people you're interested in. And to tell you the truth, that doesn't happen very often often in your normal life you don't get to interact with tons of people who are single and ready to mix and it's i know i saw you make a face when i read the question Haley made a face where she's like Ugh. well i just have never been to one before so i wasn't sure they're fun actually I've, I've gone when i've been married now to um speed dating events and like singles mixers with because i, I want to keep up to date with my research yeah so and i they're they're a blast there's I've been amazing to people a lot. i've been to a lot really? of singles mi- only because i was bartending at a bar that would have have a singles mixer every like twice a month or something like that right i don't recommend look here to, to the readers or the listeners out there i don't necessarily recommend them for finding like the most I, I got high taste so like really beautiful girls don't go to that but what i do realize is that there is a lot of banging going on at these here singles mixers there definitely so is. there is it's like everyone there is down to meet somebody everyone there for has, hookup for hook for well not well, I think they want a little bit more but I think where these people are emotionally they just don't really care there's they, a little they, openness they just want a connection regardless yeah. well so it's interesting the, the way that you're flowing, talking about it you're like this is the bottom of the barrel and this is all the people that yeah. are left it's actually not at all like that depending on where you go because the truth is where else can you go to meet people if you're 35 years old well look when you're sexy as hell you go out to a bar you gonna meet people but, like but, I, but I, I don't I know people like aren't sexy. But not everyone is sexy okay. as hell, though. So we can't all keep up with yeah. you. Yeah, and some everyone people don't like going to bars either. I mean, okay. like, Fair bars enough. are not my place, and I've actually never met anybody I, at a bar. I, I feel right now where the place to be is the online dating. Yeah. It's like don't go in a bar where there's going to be a lot of competition of other guys fighting over the same girl, and then all of a sudden you got to play who's got the most confident man game. 
for sure. Well, uh, and you also want to go to a yeah. place where your your personality shines exactly. the best, where you're most comfortable. So, so my tips, um, actually, I have a whole blog about it on winggirlmethod.com that you should go check out about where to meet women or how to meet women. And I'm like squeaking in my chair. Um, I thought you were farting. I know, seriously. <laughs> uh, but it's only our fourth show. Yeah, exactly. This is too much. Come on, I need Marnie. to leave. Our fifth yeah. show. I'm sorry. I can't handle this. But for meeting women, there are multiple other places besides bars because a lot of guys write in and say, I don't like going to bars. Where else do I meet women? So the supermarket, just saying, is a great place to meet women. Singles mixers, online dating, join groups. Go don't to talk meet to her, her though. She's com. buying too much frozen food. It's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, other things. The best, through friends, you can All throw your friends. own dinner parties and have single friends come over and invite other single people to come. Uh, join like a volleyball group. There, there, yeah, there's and doing, multiple other doing what you love too, you're, you're bound to find someone who's more, you mm-hmm. know, kind of compatible with you. Yeah. And if you if you do go on Meetup or you go to like a, a, Google Singles Mixers, your age, your city, online, and you don't find what you're looking for, then start your own group. Because I'm sure there's other people who are similar to you who are looking for something similar. Yeah, Meetup.com is legit. It is. It's a, it's yeah. a great space. And I feel like a Singles Mixer is just a little too desperate to me. Like, where is like a volleyball group? Or some other group where, like, it's like a singles group, but there's, like, an activity involved. It, like, puts a lot of pressure, a lot less pressure on the situation. Sure. And, and then you have, you have a bond in common already that you can talk about. And, For sure. And you love volleyball? Oh, my God. I love volleyball. Oh, my God. You're a great bumper. Oh, my God. And there's a conversation to talk about. But, um... Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. That is number one. You want to meet through your friends, through your social circle, through the things that you love doing. But as another option, I honestly am very I'm very into singles mixers. I think because you were working where you were working, yeah. you may have viewed people a certain mm-hmm. way in yeah. that space. But I have been and met fantastic people. I wasn't available at the time because I was married and just going you know, to do research. But I have met absolutely amazing people who were high quality, very attractive, um, had amazing jobs, had made a good mm-hmm. living. So singles mixers, in my opinion, are fantastic places to meet other individuals who are also looking to mix. Oh, Marnie. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the next question that I want to get to is, do women play dumb on purpose? Sometimes I get the gut feeling they're afraid to show their smarts. Todd Akron, Todd Akron from Ohio. I feel like there needs to be a specific example. Like, by playing dumb, is that like, I mean, I think in certain situations you can. I think, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, that was really mean of me. No, you're so rude. I think dumb women play dumb. Because I think any woman willing to play dumb has like a personality defect or something where she's not that high quality. Like Mo, like said, is high quality. These girls would not be good for Mo. Um, because if you if you were really in touch with who you were and are, playing dumb would be the last thing on your mind. So I think it says something bigger about a woman. Um, you know, I mean, but yeah. Well, here, he just Sorry. said, sometimes I get the feeling they're afraid to show their smarts. So I went to uh, a singles mixer, actually, <laughs> when I was in New York. <laughs> and there was this one woman there who, you know, was talking to me and I said what I did for a living. And she started telling me about how she went to Harvard. Um, she's in finance. But when she had put that on her online profile, she got nobody writing to her. 
And so she tweaked her online profile to mm. not say that she went to Harvard and not say that she was in finance, and she got a lot of guys writing to her. So I think a lot of women are taught to dumb it down. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sorry about that. They I think are. because I'm dumb, I'm trying to smart it up. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's why <laughs> I know, me too. Yeah. I, I, I can fake that. I think there is an intimidation factor in that. And then also, you know, I think we've talked about this before. When you see a group of people, you know, at a club or a group of men at a club, they all look alike. They're all dressed alike. I grew up in, in Southern California, so we have the quote-unquote valley girls, right? And I can't tell you how many girls a Stop the way that Valley girls talk yeah. because that's just how hot girls I know, are I, supposed uh, to talk. I always think, like, do they talk like that in real life? No, no. They just no? adopt it the same way that someone adopts an accent living in another country. It's like the exact same thing out here. So I didn't think that was real. Talk, you, it's so real. You know what's interesting is when I hear a girl who speaks that way, I st- start speaking that way because I feel like I'm going to scare her with my real human voice. Because I feel like if a girl talks to you like, yeah, oh my God, yeah, that's definitely cool. Come on. And then I respond like, yeah, it's cool. She's going to be like, oh my God, what a bitch. You know, so I always, and I, and I wonder if a guy starts to dumb it down well, you know, I, I know because well, I certainly some do. guys might or some guys are just kind of like tough jock dudes and they talk, you know, yeah, like yeah, I'm a yeah. tough jock dude. And then I go, I like guys. That's exactly I don't know. You know, like there's a lot of girls like that. Yeah. Well, I, I think that there is, you know, what you were saying before that maybe not, I don't want to say it's a low quality person. It's somebody who maybe hasn't figured themselves out in the way that they want to represent themselves yes. because I, you know, I have played around with my security and insecurity and with my voice and the way that I present myself. And there's certain times where I'm super confident and I see that that can either intimidate men or yeah. that it puts them off in some way. So I'll dial it back a little bit. I think that, um, a lot of girls, you know, may play, a little ditzier than they are sometimes because maybe they think that that's flirting. And, and in I think some they think way. it's sexy as well. Exactly. I think so too. And then men are, they, I, th- I think men are attracted to that too in a little bit. You know, they feel like they have something to offer her. If a girl like your friend from Harvard or whatever, yeah. you know, it's like they feel, well, what can I bring to this conversation? It's really daunting. But that being said, then you don't want to date that guy anyways, you know? That's so, I, I, com- I completely, completely agree. And, and it, it's a fine line because there are some women who are just too smart for their own good. And then they like to show, you know, the girl sits in front of the class and raises her hand to every question. Like there are some women who are like that. That She's just too obnoxious. For they her. show well, up, they show off their smarts. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, no one wants to be around that. Right. Well, I, I did this uh, interview the other day for um, another female coach who coaches other women, very successful women. And all of them did have the same challenge. They're extremely successful, extremely confident. Um, and how do they present themselves to men who may be on the same level as them or maybe a little bit lower? They were asking, do I have to play that down or can I still be this strong, assertive woman mm. in my life? And I, I, I answered, I forget what it was that I answered, but you know, I, I was saying, yes, you have to be strong and assertive with who you are, but you can still be feminine. You don't have to yeah. put somebody down. Feminine and nurturing and all these things that men look for. In but a the thing is, is that some of these women life. weren't that way. And so they were asking, like, do I have to be that person to attract a man and it gets very confusing for a lot of women right now who are in that position of power Mm -hmm. uh they do get very frustrated because they're like i don't want to act like a wimpy woman if i'm not a wimpy woman and i know that's the way they're thinking about it in their head thinking they're acting wimpy as opposed to feminine and softer um but it it is very confusing for a lot of women i would love for um a man or men who are listening to write in and let us know 
if you're intimidated intimidated by a woman who is very intelligent and why because i find it attractive i i picture myself from the other end as a man and i i just want men to know there's no need to be um intimidated by us we don't want to win there's not a competition um you just should look at it like in the more positive light which is i can have a good conversation with this woman this woman's going to enrich my life i'm going to learn from her vice versa she can learn from me Mm -hmm. so i don't know why guys get so intimidated there's a sex in the city episode where miranda um she's a lawyer she's a partner at her law firm Mm -hmm. and she pretends she's a flight attendant to Mm -hmm. i can't remember the episode that well but to get this man because he was super intimidated by the smart woman so Mm -hmm. she got him they had sex and then it ended horribly so if you women do play dumb at the beginning her true self will come through that's the thing and it could ruin the whatever fake dynamic that you have going on in that moment and there's different types of guys too you can't hide who you are to you know accommodate some you know guy that you want to be with so So at the end of the day it's like it's gonna be like Miranda, it's gonna come out so right. what's the best way then for guys to... Not to say flight attendants are stupid, but the no, ones no, who tell she, me I she... have to pay for all three seats when I stretch out on an open <laughs> flight, those ones are dumb. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. So for guys who are listening, so if, if they are interacting with women who maybe do have a better job than them or do make more money than, than them, what is the, the way for them to handle that situation? Because obviously they shouldn't let it beat them down or be intimidated by it what is the best way for that woman to if i was a dude her, i'd be I like guess. sweet i don't have to work as much she's got a lot of money yeah <laughs> just just be yourself treat her like a normal person that's that's really all you have to do don't be intimidated by her if anything dating a girl that is more confident is gonna give you more confidence yeah. and you know? at the end of the day we still we want this the same things as anybody else we want to be understood we want to be loved and we want to be appreciated and supported by a partner whether that partner has more money than us yeah. and a better job or less money than us and a worse job or same levels we still want to be heard and understood just because we are really assertive women in our professional lives uh, doesn't mean that we're not humans yeah. And we don't need that love. Even if we have a barrier put up, we still yeah. want to have a, a guy point, break Marnie. down through that barrier and help us be loved and taken care of. Um, okay, next question. My girlfriend always looks smoking hot when she goes out to work but wears ratty sweats around me. What gives? Mm-hmm. Oh, She's yeah. comfortable with you. Yeah, men. I, I agree with this one. That happens with me sometimes. Yeah, it's just comfortable. And it takes the for the woman that's not a diss to the guy. It takes so much energy, probably, for her to look good when she goes out that she wants a break. It's true, guys. If you it have any idea, just to get your hair straight, <laughs> right. it is like going to war. It is like so much worse than going to war. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I have some sympathy for women because it's like when you're home, you just want to like you know kick back. And relax. But I do think you have to keep the sexy alive. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you if she's wearing ratty pajamas, maybe go out and go shopping for new pajamas that sexier ones. Ooh, good look tip. better. Um, I know. <laughs> I know that has been pulled on me in the past, where uh, I wear you know whatever sweatpants from high school still because they're insanely comfortable and they give me good memories. Yeah. Well, not of high <laughs> school, but of just being younger because um, I hated high school. But um, I've been I was purchased a really silky nighty from Victoria's Secret. 
Never wore it. However, it still got the tag on. <laughs> still um, a good but, move. Yeah, well, take well, a shopping. One thing I, I can say for that in general is that when your relationship does, you want your relationship to be comfortable, but you don't want to stop trying yeah, for one another. Right, so it's pretty indicative of like a lot of other things that do happen typically in relationships when you do get comfortable. You stop trying to take her out on dates and like woo her a little bit and the courting stops and then the sweatpants get worn and then you're like in Friday night watching TV mode for like three years in a row and sex is gone and flirtation's gone. So I think if you start to notice sweatpants, then what you can do is you stop wearing sweatpants, first of all, and tell your girlfriend that instead of sitting on the couch next Thursday, you're going to be taking her out for dinner. Yeah, and she better dress up and look Take really her cute. Out. Take her out. You know, yeah. and she's going to get ready for you, and she's going to look just as beautiful as you remembered her when you first met her. But yeah. just take her out and create that, and then I guarantee you she'll probably start getting more dressed up around you too and you'll have some great sex that night so uh, absolutely. i love going on hot date nights where you both get ready and you know oh yeah so i was like oh look at look at you yeah like, look at us <laughs> look at us dress up. Yeah. you we look are fantastic attractive. with straight hair exactly yeah. i love it okay last question she didn't have an orgasm the first time we slept together do you think she'll give me a mulligan or did i blow it no, dude. No. You'll you'll get another mulligan. Yeah. Because orgasms for women are not as important as they are for men. And Correct. they're not as common either. It's like, you know, we can have sex a lot and I'm still satisfied. Not as satisfied, mind you. Well, apparently but. only 45% of women can have or Is that in, internal internal orgasms. I, that's a statistic that I looked up seven years ago, so I don't know if it's changed. It's probably gone down. <laughs> Maybe. I bet you. I'm sure. Yeah. But um, for me... My first two partners that I had, I wasn't having orgasms. I, I had no idea how to have one. I was so uncomfortable and insecure with those guys um, that I've never had an orgasm before. So, oh. yeah. So, it, But I still enjoyed my time with them. I liked yeah. the intimacy. I liked all, yeah. everything else that we were doing. I loved kissing. I liked all of it. It just I didn't, it didn't amount to an orgasm. It always felt good, but it wasn't like an orgasm. And then when I had my first one, I was like, what was that? Yeah, well, look, Amazing. Se- sex is great, even when it's bad sex. Sex is just sex. How often yeah. do you get to have sex it- for some people? I, well, bad I'm sex like- is bad sex sometimes. But, it, well, but, but, if but you like- do, you have, do you have a lot of sex with your partner? Yeah. Yeah. So you could, but for the people that don't have much sex and all of a sudden they got sex, it's It's like, hey, you got some sex, buddy. But he's talking about the first time we slept together. Is he like screwed afterwards? No, no, because you guys don't, a lot of it is sex gets better when you have more sex with a partner. You get more comfortable Mm -hmm. with each other. You, you know, you have less walls up. So the more they have sex with each other, the more comfortable she's going to feel, the more relaxed she's going to feel. And then you could start getting orgasms out of her if she is even capable of orgasm. Like you're yeah. milking her or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, what about some tips? It. Like maybe maybe trying to like get inside the bedroom with them for a second. Um, looking at it from both people's perspectives, understanding what is going on the first time that you're having sex, like how uncomfortable it is yeah. and the insecurities and not sure where to touch someone and you know, not knowing their spot. I think a lot of if you set the mood, right, maybe like a little candles, a little bit of good you know, sex music, 
and really just take your time with it. And you know what? Lead up to the four. The foreplay is so important. Many women guys, especially. many guys go straight to the pump, and you cannot go straight to the pump. You got to prime the pump. So it's like the foreplay. <laughs> yeah, like when you get gas, you have to then put in your credit card first. Then it, you got to like put in your zip code, exactly. and then all of a sudden yeah. the gas is like press the button. Exactly. You're like press, 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 press. press. And, while, on, and while you're pumping gas, take your time to wash the windows on the car. Like really, like <laughs> and put a lot of mo- money in the tank. Yeah, exactly. fill it up. Fill I know, give up. every metaphor possible. Yeah. This is an amazing metaphor, actually. Yeah. I'm picturing like it and like it. I'm the pump, boys. I'm literally, like and the longer you wait, the more she wants the pump to come. That's oh. why it's, it's true. Absolutely. So exactly. when it does come, it's like, that's why they're playing wow. music yeah. at gas stations. Oh, is that what now? it sounds like? To get people in the mood. Wow. Okay, so Brian, that was a good question. So basically, we're saying you did not blow it. Do not worry. She will come back for more. Well, that's it for this episode. If you guys have any questions, please ask them. We want to hear what you want to know, and we want to give you an honest female perspective. So send your questions into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Also, we are starting a new segment called Analyze This, where we are going to break down and analyze all of your sticky situations with women. Text you're getting, emails you're getting. You can even record yourself interacting with a woman, and we will break it down for you. Again, send it to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Yeah, and re- remember you're asking because that's the name of the show. Um, and follow us on Twitter at uh, Ask Women Podcast. There will be a new podcast up every Tuesday, you guys. So keep listening and we love you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.